Amen. But today, I want to just share some things with you very quickly. Um, since, since it's a month of, month of friendship, friendship is very important, right? Um, ask your neighbor, am I your friend? No, seriously, ask them. I mean, I mean are we friends? Are we friends? Mm. Are we friends? Yeah. So, friend, friendship is very important. You, you have to learn to make friends. We really have to make, and I'm, I mean proper friends, and proper friendship. Not, not the, not virtual friendship. You know, sometimes, sometimes you think, um, God wants to have friends. God wants you to have friends. Everybody needs a friend. Everybody. Loneliness is very bad. So you have to learn to make friends. And we believe so much in friendship that, that we actually have friendship as part of our core values. In church, this church we stand for fun, yeah? Friendship. Ah, some people are quiet. How many of you do not know the values of this church? Okay, so what do we stand for? Uh-huh. 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 In that order, all right? So, fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. In that order. Yeah? That's, that's how we are so particular about fun. All right? If you don't want to, if you don't, if you don't want to laugh and be happy, then this is... But I know you are here because you love to laugh and happy, okay? Okay, somebody also said we should add food to it. <laughs> uh, I said, no, we'll add, we'll add finance to it. <laughs> so I want to share with you six, six things you need to do or six things that highlight what a true friendship is. Six things. If you want to have a friend, you must seek to be a great friend yourself. Right? What you sow is what you reap. So you must seek to be a great friend yourself. God wants you to have friends. Not virtual friends, not virtual reality, but real friends. In fact, the Bible says that God created, created um, the Garden of Eden, created a very nice garden, set man in place, stepped back and said, mm, this is not right. It is not good for this man to be what? Alone. And the Bible said he made them male and female. You are not designed to live by yourself. I mean, not literally. That's not coming out right. But the Bible says God sets the lonely in family. So you must learn the art of making friends. Many of us, you know, what we complain about at work is not so much as um, it's not so much as maybe people don't like us or, you know, for one thing or the other, but just because they don't know you. Many of us are ghosts where we work. In other words, they don't, they don't know who you are. They don't know that, they don't, they don't know that people don't know that through you. You go in, do your work, and then you just ghost. Right? Learn to make friends. So depression today is, in, is one of, it's the number one problem in our nation. Because people are lonely. When people have challenges, they don't have anybody to talk to. 
That's not the will of God for you. You must, the Bible says, he who wants to have friends must show himself friendly. You must know how to acquire friends. God wants you to acquire friends. Good friends. And so I want to just share with you six things to look out for. Or six things that you must become. Or six, six qualities that you must have to become a great friend or for you to attract a great friend. Does that make sense? Oh, you are very quiet this morning. Okay? So, number one, you must learn to commit to friendship. You must learn to commit to friendship. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Okay, so you must learn to, you must make commitments to friendship. Are you committed to your friendships? Do you have a true friend that you are committed to? Or is everybody your friend? So don't just call people your friends. Be committed to friendship. I don't have many friends because I know what it takes to develop true friendship. True friendship takes time. So be committed to the friendship. Be committed. There are three levels of friendship. You have acquaintances, you have companions, and then you have genuine close friends. Acquaintances, well, you just send Christmas cards, you read on, yeah, you know, like I have so many acquaintances in church. You can have companion people you just find on projects, work colleagues, you see them every day, but you know very little, know very little about them. And so there are many of you here as well, you call, your, you call some people your friends, but you, you know very little of them. That's not true friendship. That's not true friendship. Seek out true, genuine friendships. And it comes with commitment. Comes with commitment. If you know what's, in, if you know what's involved in making true friendships, right, or making it of a, of a true friend, you'll be careful how you choose. You'll be careful. You'll be careful. Proverbs 18.24, some friendships don't last, but some friendships are more loyal than brothers. That's commitment. That's commitment. Who are you committed to? Is there anybody apart from your family that you are genuinely saying, you know what? I am committed to this friendship. If not, start seeking. Start praying. Start seeking and start praying. Number two. So the first point is that if I want to have if I want to have a true friend, I must be what? Committed. I must prepare myself to be committed to that friendship. Okay? Number two, I must be considerate. I must be what? Considerate. Proverbs 19.22, friendliness bears fruit for a man. Proverbs 17.9, love forgets mistakes. You must learn to be considerate. Love forgets mistakes. Nagging about, nagging about them 
nagging about them parts, parts the best of friends. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. So I have, you have to be considerate. You have to be what? Considerate. Are you considerate? Are you considerate? You have to learn to be considerate. You have to learn to consider others. There are people who are just, they are inconsiderate. They only think only about themselves. They only think about what they have to gain. They only think about what that friendship is giving them. So if you are that kind of person who is inconsiderate, you will never have a true friend. You will never have a true friend. And this also works in marriage. If you want to have a great marriage, you must be committed. Now, if you are a considerate, if you are a committed person, you know one funny thing? Committed, commitment is something that, that people know of you. People can tell whether you are a committed person or not. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a personal trait you must develop. People can, people can tell whether you are a considered person or, or whether you are a self-centered, selfish individual. Don't be self-centered. Always think, always be the guy or the girl who walks across the floor to introduce yourself to someone. To be nice is great. Be considerate. Consider others. Number three, confidential. Confidential. You want, to, you want to have a great friend? You must learn to keep secrets. Keep other people's secrets. Keep their, let's give, keep their affairs, keep their affairs, their affairs. Keep their matters, your mat, keep their matters, their matters. Basically, I'm saying, avoid gossip. So three, bro- th- uh, three blokes decided to have, uh, sit back at home and watch Netflix, I read. So they said, why don't we just confess our sins one to another? Let's share with one another what our, the, the sin we enjoy the most and be- ask God to forgive us. So the first guy went, yeah, I have problem with money. I'm very greedy. I just want to acquire and acquire. I don't care by what means I acquire money. I just want to get rich. I just, I'm just a greedy person. I, I struggle with greed. And I said, well, that's all right. We'll pray about that. And the second guy went, I have problem with women. I fled. I just look at I just can't keep my eyes off women. I said, okay, well, okay. We'll pray about that. And the third guy said, I have problem with gossip. <laughs> Anytime anybody, anybody tells me any secret, I just want, I just want to tell the whole world. How many friends do you think that guy will? <laughs> but many of you are like that. People tell you things, you tell the world. You, are, you, are, you have your own personal broadcasting antenna. You just like talking about other people. And there are many of you here, you say you have friends, but you are like a secret agent. Nobody knows anything about you. 
what they know about you and what they know about you is the, uh, the carefully orchestrated version of you. You said you have friends. They think you are their friends. They think you are a friend. But you know that you are not their friend because they don't know anything about you. How many of you know friends like that? Exactly. They're not good friends. So what do you... So now, I'm sure you are thinking right now, yeah. <laughs> what do I know about him, eh? Yeah? Yeah. Calls me every time. I call him every time. Yeah. Who is he, really? Yeah? You should ask. Commitment, consideration, confidentiality. Mm. People who tell you stories about others will soon tell your stories to others. Purge it. You know something about gossip? It's like instant entertainment. Purge it. It can destroy friendship. It can destroy a family. It can destroy a church. Right? Be bold enough to say, um, I don't want to listen. And that, that brings, brings me to the fourth point. I must be candid. To be candid means to be open, honest, and what? Frank. Be frank. Brother, this information is not healthy for my mind. And there are some information that is not healthy for your mind. You know, somebody can tell you something about Mr. A can tell you something about Mr. B. And from that point on, your perception of Mr. B changes. But meanwhile, you're not even close enough to Mr. A to know the details of the matter. And that person has just cost you a friend. Friends are assets. Friends are assets. So pick yours carefully. Friends are investments. That's why I don't rush to say this is my friend. No, it's like buying stocks and shares. You know why? Because it's my time. The time I spend with that individual, right, I can never gain back. So why would I want to spend time with some, why would I want to call somebody who, somebody I, I barely know anything about, uh, somebody I barely know anything about, somebody who is inconsiderate, and someone who spills other people's secrets? That's not a friend. Be candid. Proverbs 27 verse 5 says, Better is open rebuke than hidden love. So, do you have anybody in your life who will tell you, honestly, I think you're wrong here? If not, you don't have a friend. True friends are candid. A true friend will tell you, sis, no. Bro, no. You may hate me, but I need to tell you this. And you know I love you. You know I love you. You know I really, really love you. I know I cherish this friendship. But let me be very honest with you. A true friend is candid. Have you got candid friends? Are you a candid friend yourself? Are you really honest with people? 
heart to heart? Or are you fake? A phony friend will always withhold their thoughts from their so-called friends. That's a phony friend. A phony, a fake, pres- a fake friend. A fake friend will never tell you what they really think about that matter. And that's not love. So, you must be candid. You must be ready to be candid. And then you yourself, you should be ready to receive some candid um, advice as well. Rules for being candid. Number one, you compliment in public, you correct in private. That's the rules for being candid. Yeah? Compliment in public, correct in private. Number two, correct people when they are up, not when they are down. You don't, a true friend does not kick their friend when their friend is down. A true friend never says, I hey, you see, but I told you. You should have left him a long time ago. But you won't listen. See now, see now, see now, see now. That's not a true friend. True friends don't kick their friend when their friend is down. You help them up first, then you lay into them. (laughs) Yeah? You help them up first. Correct when they are up, comfort when they are down. That's a true friend. And you should, number three, you should never correct a person unless you yourself, you are open to correction. Be candid. Be candid. Be candid. God will never send you a true friend unless you yourself are a true friend. So many of you don't have friends. You have acquaintances. You have companions. Think about that. But God wants you to seek out a true friend. David and Jonathan, Paul and Barnabas, Jesus and his disciples. Genuine friendship. Not virtual. Genuine. Number five, you must be constructive. You must become a constructive friend. You have, you have great influence. You have a great influence over your friends. Your friends are either shaping you or you are shaping them. But both of you will never be the same. One is shaping the other. One is shaping the other. So the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Friends shape friends. Proverbs 27, 17. You are either healing someone or you are hurting someone. You are either helping someone or you are pulling somebody down. So you should be constructive. You should be constructive. You are either adding value to your friend or you are stealing value from your friends. You should be constructive. You should be constructive. You will shape the life of people who come around you. You will affect the life of those around you. So be constructive. True friends are constructive. You know, uh, there's a saying that says, um, I love you too much to leave you the way you are. That's a true friend. I love you too much to leave you the way you are. So true friendships are constructive. True friendships are constructive. Be constructive. Real friends are constructive. 
So what is the test of a real friend? Number one, a real friend must be able to handle your success. Many years ago, uh, uh, Pastor Bola and I, we, we thought we had friends until, we start, until God started doing some things in our lives and we just started progressing at a very fast rate. That's when we realized that we, don't have, we didn't have friends. You know, first we came in within a year, we changed our career within a year, we bought, we bought our, our, our home. Within two years, you know, we, owned, we, 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 we bought more houses. Within the same year, we started our business. We, it was like, whoa! We thought we had friends. Until we started hearing, oh, selling side comments. That's when I realized that my friends. So this friendship was okay because we were poor. <laughs> Can you handle your friend's success? Can you handle your friend's success? Can you handle your friend's testimony? Or will you call it bragging? Will you, will you, can you really sit down and enjoy the testimonies and the trophies of your friends without slagging them up in your heart? Oh, there we go again. Oh, there we go again, another testimony. Oh, there we go again, you're so bragging. Oh, no, that's because you're, not, you're a bad friend. Bad, terrible friends cannot receive the success of those they, people they know. Yeah? I have a testimony. Oh, yeah, I know your hand will be off. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> testimony. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, please. Oh, go on, get, on, get out of the way. And let's give you testimony. Oh, my. Oh, oh. Yeah. You again. Oh, again. oh, my goodness. Oh. Bad friend. Are you happy when others are happy? Another trophy. Ah, so what, okay, what is he? Are you the only Christian? So what has God done again now? Tell us what God has done. I just got a new job. Oh, please. Got a new job. Ah, look at you. You're always bragging about your job and your salary increases. Oh, my goodness. That's a bad heart. Terrible. And people like that will never have friends themselves. Are you competitive? Do you secretly compete with your friends? So because they bought this, you must buy one too, right? They buy, I just bought a house. Hey, hey, oh, really? Ah, I mean, actually, we have to wait. We have been thinking about seriously? Seriously, now? <laughs> now? 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 This is your, now? You have to say this now? Because you're a terrible friend. You won't allow that to shine. Ah, hello? You won't believe this. What? I just got a new job. Oh my goodness, praise God. Praise God. I know I'm me too. I'll be thinking about changing my job too. Allow others celebrate their, come show their trophy and be happy with it. Don't call it bragging. Allow them. It's their expression of God and you are not God. Allow them worship God with their trophies. Because when they were suffering, you were not there. Does that make sense? A real friend will love you even when you are a success. A real friend will let you talk about your victories. 
They won't think you are bragging or trying to show, show off. Number six, you must be consistent. Now, if you don't have these qualities, go and pray for them. You need to pray to be these qualities so that God will send you good friends. You must be consistent. Not Christmas friends, friends over rice and beans, no. You must be consistent. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times, all times, consistency, all times. A friend is in your corner whenever you are cornered. A friend, a friend will see you through whenever you think you are through with life. A friend, at all times, at all times, a friend, consistent, be there for you. A true friend will be there for you. So I want you to practice this. And I want you to audit your own life. Are you a good friend? Are you a good friend? Are you committed? Are you considerate? Are you candid? Are you constructive? Are you consistent? Now, these six, five, six qualities remind us of our friend Jesus. Jesus was committed. Jesus is committed. Jesus is considerate. Jesus is candid. He tells us as it is, you know, he tells us as it is in the word. The first, look at the Bible. They said the first, the, uh, the first five books in the Bible was written by Moses. If you write that story, you won't include that you were a murderer. Who writes? Moses wrote the first five books in the Bible, right? He even wrote the, books, he even wrote the book of Exodus, in which he gave a detailed account of his mother rap. If it is you and I, we won't include that. Will you? Right? You won't. And so the Bible says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And that's why the very first friend you should have is, is Jesus as a friend. And when Jesus comes to your heart, he will turn your heart, he will turn you into a genuine friend. Amen? So this is of friendship. I want you to work very hard on yourself to be the friend that you seek. A considerate friend, a committed friend, a candid friend, a consistent friend. I want you to look beyond yourself and see what you can do for others and those around you. Right to your feet as we pray. We want to pray two prayers this morning. First, we want to ask God to touch our heart and make us great friends. Make us Make us a great friend to someone. Make us a great friend to someone. Make me a friend to someone. Lord, let your hand be upon me and make me a friend to someone. Make me a committed friend. Make me a considerate friend. Make me a confidential friend to someone. Make me a candid friend to someone. Make me a candid friend. Make me a consistent friend to someone. Use me, O oh God, to be a blessing to someone. In the name of Jesus. In the same vein, I want to also pray that God will send us a friend. A friend. A friend that will be committed to us. A friend that will consider us. 
A friend that will be in our corner when we are cornered. A friend that will help us, that will see us through when we think we are through. We ask God to send us a candid friend who will, spot, who, who will highlight our blind spots. We ask that God should send us a consistent friend. Come rain, come shine. They will be there for us. Heavenly Father, we pray that as a church that you send us, send this church a friend. Send this household a ministry friend in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, I pray for your children this morning. I pray for destiny helpers, Father. Send them a friend, Father, that will sing their praise in the city. Send them a friend that will present their resume and their credentials. Send them a friend, oh God, that will remember them for great things and good things. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Please, you may be seated. It's offering time.